0: Hello and welcome to The Boys Are Back In Time, the podcast where we go back to a year and discuss what's happening in music that year. We're continuing our dive into 1991 with our superlatives section. In this section, we're going to give out high school style superlatives and pick different songs, albums, artists, and genres from the year and assign them to some funny, some serious, and some interesting superlatives that we feel uh, will provide some interesting conversation And definitely inform you all on some stuff to look into. As always, I'm here with my brother Ryan. Hello. And Brian. What's up? All right, and let's get started. kick things off in the superlative section we're gonna start with overrated and brian goes first yeah brian me then ryan brian Uh, what'd you have for the most overrated thing in 1991
1: uh this is a band i like uh but their album is super hyped and the two not the biggest single but the second and third singles suck my kiss and give it away are i think those songs are annoying and they're not that good uh, so for me, it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sorry, Ryan. I think this might be the year where my overrated might be in your top five. <laughs> That's alright. No, it's good. <laughs> but but we've had the opposite before. So <laughs> I had a hard I, time with this one, though. I, I don't I don't think like "Under the Bridge" is a beautiful song. Uh, it's a little tough. I yeah. tried getting into this album, and just in general, it's Something too long. It was off.
2: The um, sixteen minutes. The. For me on those tunes that you mentioned, I don't particularly like the lyrics at all, but the drums, it's just such a nice beat and like They're talented. Yeah, for
1: yeah. And but for just, me the bass is also badass. Yeah, well, absolutely. You, especially when you give it away.
2: Yes. Um I just found myself listening to it in the car and like air drumming the whole time. Yeah. And just like getting in a groove, which is really the main <laughs> uh thing the positive thing i have to say about the album is just it's been it's fun to listen to but yeah the lyrics i'm not huge on
1: they they took me too far out of it so yeah
0: like i said i actually really had a hard time with overrated Mm -hmm. my overrated was actually kind of easy i get why people respect this project but temple of the dog the like grunge super group before grunge was really a big deal album with chris cornell eddie vetter um a bunch of different people it's really fine I get that, like, it really helped Chris Cornell kind of hone in his writing and make Bad Motorfinger and it helped Eddie Vedder to get some exposure to that Seattle scene, because Eddie Vedder's not a Seattle guy, but Temple of the Dog is super boring. That or yeah, super boring.
1: I, maybe it's like you want them all to be um, better, because it's such a cool super group on, ta- on paper, but yeah. they have a couple... Of, songs that i thought were good but in general i find that all of their like bands
0: that they're actually famous for are better i agree how about you ryan overrated
2: uh just brian adams as an idea yep. he's uh everything i do is brutal um Ugh. just stick it's to singing about so summer of, of 69 and life will be good yeah um
1: just but go on stage put that one
0: song then leave the stage and play summer right. 69 you could maybe play Heaven. Do
2: do what Lou Bega does, according to you, Brian, and open with your hit and close with your
1: hit. Dude, such five. a power move. Such a power move for Lou it's Bega amazing. to play that song twice.
2: I, I, like, I don't know, once a week think about you telling me that and just laugh to myself thinking about how <laughs> much of a baller move it is to open and close with Mambo Number 5.
0: <laughs> All right, Brian, underrated 1991. What do you got? So this is really hard because in 91
1: like i know this music from the internet i don't know anyone who like lived through this era that i talk music with it's just like a weird age for me where like my parents are older than this like their generations older than this and i'm way younger um, so i want to say like bands like artists like naughty by nature the jesus lizard or field mouse like they're all kind of people who know them seem to like them a lot. So I'm going to go with Throwing Muses cuz Throwing Muses was fucking awesome and they have like no listens and seemingly like no following and they definitely deserve it. There are like bands that are way bigger than Throwing Muses that do a similar thing and Throwing Muses is like way
0: better than them. Throwing Muses <clears> is king. <throat> <later. laughs> um I had Jesus Lizard shortlisted on my underrated. They're really cool grunge band, but I'm actually gonna give a weird pick because it was pretty recognized as a song but uh tom petty's learning to fly it's just a great like classic rock song by you know semi old timer i'm pretty sure tom petty was like 38 when the song came out but like he's an old soul he's an old soul and i i think that song is so just like pleasant white bread just great like for a year where there's a lot of change happening if i heard that song I'd be like, this is nice I think it's yeah. underrated how like the staying power of that song, and also I'm when Bob he, Dylan because he didn't do
1: better on, the, like, on the, in the Grammys.
0: <laughs> I know, yeah. When Bob Dylan, uh, right after Tom Petty died, Bob Dylan covered this song, and he does it like exactly to a T. A guy who's known for basically changing everything and being kind of loose, he worked really hard to make that cover sound good. And you knew like if Dylan respected you, how like important that was. Yeah. No.
1: Ryan, how about you?
2: Um. This is more of a. Maybe they weren't underrated critically, but in my life, I. Literally, I guess I just didn't know what they were. Um. Primal Scream. Yeah, Screamadelica. Primal Scream's great. great. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what I thought it was. Um, I, Screaming music. I thought it, yeah, I think I thought it was, like, grunge or, like, you know, metal, just based off of that name, and never actually gave them a chance, and I uh, listened to our playlist, one of their songs came on, I was like, what is this? I am like, oh, is this is Primal Scream, and then listened to the whole thing, like, wow, this is awesome.
1: It's just kind of oh, like... It's, it's so awesome. Oh, it's just groovy, just, like, fun, I don't know. It's, it's that Manchester scene that, like, broke out Happy Mondays and Stone and Roses, yeah Uh, lots of ecstasy but lots of very like dancey fun rock Mm. it was
2: was, yeah just fun and uh yeah people
1: people shit
0: on them for being derivative but it's like it doesn't matter if your music's great right exactly dude i want moving up to play at my uh at my funeral i think that's a perfect song to send me out on all right our next superlative uh musicianship of the year 1991 brian what do you got uh mariah carey with emotions the high note she oh. hits on that is
1: legitimately like I, there are very very few singers that could do that. Shit, yeah, and make probably... it and make it sound that good. There are a lot of actually really good options for this year, but that was like a fucking first pick. Like yeah, no doubt, yeah,
0: no doubt. Bell. I mean
2: that that's got to be the the top answer for sure. But we'll try to think of other things here.
0: Oh yeah, there's a couple obvious ones. Um, I was thinking flea. For Red Hot Chili Pepper, some of the bass stuff's amazing, but honestly, I just gotta give it to him. Uh Slash on the yeah, song Locomotive yeah. <laughs> from User Illusion 2. That's that guitar solo. So Boy, hold on. Amazing. You're not
2: you're not gonna give it to Slash for November Rain, but
0: November Rain's he, amazing too, dude. All of it, honestly. Just Slash he, in general. He carries that it's amazing. Band for me. He oh, he
2: yeah. absolutely does.
0: Like,
1: for me, Guns N' Roses is a band that I, I like a lot of the songs off of um Appetite for Destruction. Uh but on use your illusion, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sick of this bullshit from Axl Rose." And then Slash would come in and be like, "Okay, I can make it through this because this is—he's really fucking good."
2: It's yeah, it makes sense. It's difficult uh it, when you're not the lead singer to become a celebrity in a band, and he absolutely did it.
1: Yeah, Ryan, what's your answer? Because we just had two power answers. I mean, yeah, it was like you we, did. We
2: went top shelf you did my my first thought as well was um was mariah carey but yeah. i'm gonna just give it to um i'm gonna give it to kirk hammett in uh metallica, metallica. nice yep for uh, writing riding enter sandman and just writing a fucking jam <laughs> and really, using yeah. grunge as an influence to cuz he heard some uh music in the previous years that inspired that style and wanted to sound like that and tied it in and really uh hit it's just such a good song i love it man i don't
0: i don't know if any of us are going to have the black album in our top 5 but it's a really fun album i will say yeah i like that yeah. album a lot i i, I liked um Was it Hit the Lights
1: from 83? Yeah, the Mm -hmm. first album. Yeah, I like the first album more still.
0: It's really fun, that album, too.
1: But I liked this a lot more than Injustice for All. So that's that's where I stand. Ride the Lightning is a solid one as well.
2: Some
0: good hits on that one. All right, yeah. All right, starting our uh, (laughs) rotation of Selected Superlatives, Brian, the first one you picked Concert to Attend in 1991. What do you got?
1: So I was going to try to pick Loveless. Uh, and My Bloody Valentine because I've heard so much about the live shows for that but they don't really get a tour off the ground in 91 they play like a f- handful of shows and they only play like four or five songs off the album so I'm going with Primal Scream at the Empire Ballroom in London which is an insane venue tons mm-hmm. of history and they seem like they would have been a fucking fun band to see live especially
0: right after Adelia. oh I'll bet um, I would go Pearl Jam for me. I think 10 is an album that's meant to be listened to live. I don't love the way they play the songs nowadays. I think in the early 90s, it would have been amazing to see 10 played live.
2: Uh, and on that note, I would, I would say Nirvana because Kurt mm-hmm. Cobain is no longer alive. So if I was able to catch them at that point, uh, yeah, that's the winner for me for sure. Yeah.
1: I, Ryan, I would have picked that. I've already picked that for 93. And, uh, because i went to see the unplugged show so that's, oh, yeah. that's why i didn't oh, yeah. go nirvana mm-hmm. uh, got cause, it because i don't want i you know i don't know why but i'm thinking of like theoretically i'm going to be able to do all these but i'm not <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right the second uh, superlative brian chose artist to join you on a de- deserted island So what do we want to, what do you, what do you define this as, Brian? So
1: I, in a way I was like, there's a lot of different directions you can go here. And my initial look through all the artists from the year, I'm looking for an artist that's going to help keep me alive and I'm seeing nothing. I'm seeing no one giving me like Ron Swanson vibes. And so you can either look for like someone who would be chill to hang out with, or you can look for pure entertainment, which is what I did go with guns and roses. Uh, and the reason for that is Axl Rose is going to have an epic fucking meltdown They did. this happened in real life Axl Rose slash fucking hated each other by the mid 90s I get to watch it while they in go from time. being the biggest rock band in the world to being stuck on a desert island and they're going to hate each other <laughs> so I get to watch the meltdown and it's going to be a, a fun show to watch I, I can't wait
0: I took my answer a different way and I had Brian Adams as my pick
1: that sounds so miserable, Bobby. What the fuck are you thinking? He's food. I'm going to eat him. That is why oh, he's no. coming with oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I stand corrected. That's brilliant. Have
0: you, Ryan? Who's joining you on your, your I, island marooning?
2: Uh, I think a tribe called Quest. It's just they're groovy, and you can just kind of chill and try to relax because, uh. If you're on a deserted island, there's a high chance you're not making it out. So you don't want to have something that's going to be too stressful. You want to be able to chill and... i love that out, album. Yeah. yeah, just bugging out. Yeah,
1: I, I'm with you, Ryan. That was my second choice, was like, if I go with an answer of people I'd want to be around, it'd be Tribe. Yes, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, my superlative picks. Um, what... Aged the most like shit in 1991, Brian, from 1991 uh,
1: to now. No, uh, it's the cult, the cult, which is a band I like from the 80s. Their album cover. Um, But this was harder than I th- thought it would be. Usually it's, this is a really easy category. Like even in the 2010s, we have found like, holy shit, that was three years ago, but it was terrible. Like it's already looks really <laughs> bad. And like 91, there was some, you know, there was misogyny here and there, but like, it's not that bad this year compared to other years that come later and earlier. I So the cults album cover just in poor taste. Yeah. But
0: uh, it's not that bad. Yeah. I went general with my answer. I was just like the entire billboard is really like, that just aged so shitty. It, yeah, nobody's going back being like, we're on the 1991 billboard for nostalgia. You're going to turn it back on and be like, let's go. Later in the '90s or early or earlier in the '80s.
1: Yeah, you, you know what, Bob? That's a great answer because usually you go to the billboards and you're like, you could pick from any Billboard a ton of songs to add to like just a fucking awesome playlist. And this year, you'd be like, "There's Slim pickings. <laughs> like,
2: no thanks. Alright, Yeah, I don't know. I'm. It's it's got to be just the the Billboard in mm-hmm. general. Just like the the it's. So much of it was forgettable and terrible, or just a one-hit Painful. wonder, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's kind of brutal. Like, yeah, it's I'm impressed, honestly.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that, that's the worst crime a billboard can do: be
0: forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. At least be fun or ridiculous. At least be fun or so bad that it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other superlative I picked: song to play as you are rejected from a kiss. As Mike Brighley said, a really personal experience. Brian, what do you got?
1: Oh, I really wanted to go with How I Could Just Kill a Man by Cypress Hill. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you not pick the most melodramatic song of all time? It's nine minutes long. The theme is a lack of permanence. And it's November rain. <laughs> and, and in the movie of my life... We Nothing don't skip a second of that song. They don't. They don't edit no, that's, it down by a that's single second be... after I'm rejected. It's perfect.
2: That that there's there's no other answer to that question. Like literally, you go in for the kiss, and the little piano goes bung and then like rejected. In the cold November, yeah. The, 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 yeah. The, sometimes you need some time on your own. <laughs> Everybody needs some time. You're like walking away from getting rejected. <laughs> wow yeah that's the top oh answer oh my god um I, I, had, don't, I don't even think you could have another answer Bob. yeah every i had other
0: answer just felt wrong but bob did you attempt i had nothing else matters by metallica <laughs> just I mean, like full rejection yeah yeah
1: yeah your real answer is november rain though yeah, yeah the,
2: november rain is the answer i was thinking walk, <laughs> walking in memphis <laughs> what can Put on my blue suede shoes and I boarded the
1: plane, walking away from getting rejected. <laughs> then just go to Memphis. That's yeah, good Ryan, advice for anyone
0: it. out there who's struggling with love. Yeah. Right.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. And then Ryan's superlatives here. First one we got is song to play as you prepare for the Olympics. <laughs> what do you got, Brian?
1: Uh, Motown Philly by Boys to Men. just makes me <laughs> feel it. happy. And it would take away the performance anxiety. I know I could have gone with like a pump-up song. But that song just like, it. I think it would take away any anxiety I had. I'd be like, Motown Philly's back again. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs>
0: so that's my answer. I have two songs shortlisted. I'm going to guess Ryan picks the one One of them. So I'm going to go with Smells Like Teen Spirit. Might as well. Just crank it, get pumped up. Love it. Amped and ready to go. Yeah, beautiful song. What do you have, Ryan?
2: Uh it's probably Enter Sandman. Yeah. yeah the one out there. There. It's just yeah, you get jazzed, ready <laughs> was, to compete. That was at the top of mine too. It's <laughs> that or Emotion by Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh hell yes.
0: That'd be a walk song if I'm in the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, and then Ryan's other superlative. Dangerously cheesy, nineteen ninety one, Brian. What do you got?
1: I don't give a fuck by uh, Tupac.
0: Oh, nice. No, okay. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That song is so <laughs> much. <dumb. laughs> no, I had a
1: really hard time with this one, but I guess Motown song by Rod Stewart. It's oh, okay. uh There's no other way to describe it. It's cheesy. It's just a cheesy song.
2: Mm-hmm, okay.
0: Man, I had a lot of picks here. Um, I'm going to just name a couple of them. Uh, just Skid Row in general, their whole thing. Oh, That's, yeah. like, real on the nose. <laughs> um, Right Now by Van Halen. That song is like, like come on, like it's literally made for a sporting event. And then my like pick though is Alive by Pearl Jam. It's the wow. free bird of grunge music. We watched. Wow. I sent you guys some video where a guy made that claim, and I was like, that's a genius takeaway. Yeah. Is Alive no, that was. I like that. I like the free that bird.
1: Oh man, what a great album! But uh, that's is the song that ages the worst for me from it. <laughs> Probably because mm. I heard it way too many times. <laughs> How about you, Ryan?
2: Uh, it's going to be More Than Words by Extreme. <laughs> um, just to give you guys some of the lyrics. the Right at the bat, saying I love you is not the words I want to hear from you. <laughs> it's not that I want you not to say, but only if you knew. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you both did a much better job on that one than me. <laughs> Uh, you just got to go up da- down the pop route, and uh, everything is cheesy. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I did though, I, I landed on Rod Stewart, which oh, was yeah, cheesy, John. but but not as fun. <laughs>
0: not nearly as fun. All right, we're gonna do two last superlatives. Uh, these are kind of a- in memoriam of our old section three. Uh, starting it off, best recommendation, Brian. Who'd you get it from? What was it, and who'd you get it from?
1: Uh, you gave me Aneurysm by Nirvana. And um, the reason I'm saying is uh, I usually don't go to B-sides unless I really, really like a band. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like whenever I go to listen to them, I'm like, I should listen to their main stuff first. And until I feel like I've totally done their entire discography, I just usually skip the B-sides until until I'm like, all right, I now know every song super well. Uh, but this made me realize that Nirvana B-sides are super worth checking out, so um i have since
0: done that and am happy to have done that yeah nice dude um it's a it's a really fun one um mine was my dad recommended uh octung baby by u2 to me i really like that u2 album i think it's like pretty solid what's the hit bob um the hit is one but from that album oh but i really like until the oh the cover of of the metallica song
1: Yes,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bono's in "Darkness imprisoning me,
2: all that I see." Uh,
0: uh and Ryan just from, you know, in general near life what 1991 album or song whatever recommendation resonated with you.
2: Uh, oh, I'm still looking at this uh Primal Scream record. Um I, I I'm assuming it's from you guys cuz you guys uh, put together yeah, the I'd never heard ma- majority this. of the playlist. I hadn't heard of it, and uh, it really resonated. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, we kind of talked about it already. What's but... your
1: favorite? Uh, what's your favorite song off of that album?
2: Um, I'm not gonna lie. I don't probably moving on up. I don't know. I it's love that it's song, just dude.
0: It's so good. Very just good. a banger. Moving on up. Nice, nice. And then our last superlative. What's your favorite deep cut that you found of 1991, Brian? What do you got?
1: Uh, I'm going with, um, it's not a deep cut if you're a music nerd, uh, but Talk Talk's 91 album is really cool. And uh, they're not in my top five, so uh, they deserve some love here.
0: Nice. Nice. I had a like, pre-Britpop era album called Never Loved Elvis by The Wonder Stuff. It's pretty good stuff. I enjoyed it. It's a It's a fun album. Uh for me it's
2: Ricky Martin's debut 1991 album. Oh, fuck yeah. It's uh, yeah. uh he had a hit on it called Fuego Contra Fuego. So um El Amor Del Mi Vida and Vuelo. So some yeah. some bangers and Dude, let me tell Ricky you,
1: Martin is one of my favorite pop stars of all time. I'm,
0: phenomenal. And I'm not even kidding.
2: <laughs> he I mean he, what a what a career.
0: Oh my uh, god. <laughs> that's great. Oh man, those superlatives are super fun I love doing that every year So we'll round it out there And uh, the our closeout episode will be out shortly On our five favorite albums of the year In 1991 But thanks for listening to this episode Be sure to check us out on social media And have a great time